Welcome to Sunday Morning Quarterback with Jay Stockwell and Bob Frady. Newbie, how are you, man? Uh, nothing could be finer than to be a, a diner in the morning. <laughs> well, I'm almost there. I'm in Chicago at the Delta Lounge, but you've been on a, what, a four-day trip across the country here, driving kids from California? Five, five days. Four, five days. As they would say in Deutschland. Uh, yeah, five days and uh, a couple yeah. days in Arizona with uh, my daughter and... Three days driving across this great land of ours. I can tell you something. We have a beautiful country. Like people need to just get out and see it. Get in your car, oh, point it west, and drive. Like it's just during, get during, off the interstates. Take the take the state highways. During COVID, dude, we you remember we drove out to Utah to Park City to the the St. Regis yep. out there. Oh my God, we took the dog. And it is a an absolutely beautiful drive. The one thing is like yep. Wyoming though. There's nothing in Wyoming. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like an interstate in two cities and, and uh, uh, kind of kind of crazy. But so you're you at the southern route. You in like New Mexico. Where, where was your path? Yep. We stayed. We went from Phoenix or Scottsdale to Clayton, New Mexico, to Kansas City, to Edina. Nice. So from New Mexico yep. to Kansas City, where'd you go through Texas, Oklahoma? Nope, we'll go through Kansas pretty much the whole way. You cut through a little edge of Oklahoma. Oh, oh, oh. We were on a highway I for see. two hours and saw no one else. It was ridiculous. Clipping along, 70 miles an hour, not a soul around. And then oh, hit, Oklahoma, hit Kansas and came straight across. Did you get out and get some barbecue in Kansas City? See Taylor Swift maybe when you were there? I, You know what? She rang, and I was like, you're too tied up with Travis right now, so I can't, <laughs> I can't take the time to talk to you. Plus... Plus my wife is here. You get kind of uncomfortable, so no. You should, you got to check out the New Heights podcast, the Kelsey Brothers. Uh, yeah, crossed over a million viewers this week because of what's going on. And oh, uh, listen, it's, it's Swift Taylor Swift supporters are like a uh, uh, like a swarm of locusts that just you just devour <laughs> everything in their path. And they're called Swifties, and I'm a slowy, so I you know the, the pads the pads don't cross. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, all right. So, you're, so well, how, first of all, how's the house? I can't wait to see it. I, I haven't seen the house with furniture. The house, the house will be amazing when it's done. It, it's it's 90% there, but that last 10%, you know, the last 10% is like icing on the cake. So just imagine a cake without the icing, and you're like, that's eh, okay. But the cake <laughs> with the icing, that's special. So we're just waiting for that last icing to come in. Well, and but like you could see, you could see our dining room table right there. What? <laughs> There's no dining room table. <laughs> Little stuff like that. The people should know that there's a there's a dangerous thing happening here. Bob now officially for the next four months lives three blocks away. This is going to be fun. All right. Well, let's let's turn our attention to the matter at hand, which is uh, Michigan. Bob, I've been reviewing the data, and I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I think Michigan is overrated. They're coming in at number two in the country, but they haven't played anybody. Listen to the lineup. They played East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers all at home. Literally all at home. They literally haven't played anybody. So they have the sixth-ranked defense right now in the country. Um, 
but that's against who? And and their offense during that stretch is only ranked 60th in the country, okay? And we are 89th in the country, all right? And so um, I, I think this statistically looks a heck of a lot closer than, than the relative rankings would suggest. They're 4-0, we're 2-2, two two, we're on rank, they're number two in the country. Um, and we have the number one rush defense. So here's what I predict. I predict that our rush defense is going to hold up. I really love the things our defense is doing. And, and, and Tony Scott, our defense coordinator, are um, coming up with a bunch of creative stuff. They seem to really prepare well on defense. Um, and I think Michigan, Michigan, despite their powerhouse running backs, are going to potentially struggle to run the ball. And that's going to lead them to throw the ball, which is going to uh, throw right into what I think is one of our best rooms, which is our cornerback room. Uh, and I think we're going to have a couple of, of turnovers. Um, on the offensive side, Heinrich Harburg is going to get the start again. And he's proven to be a very serviceable quarterback. The guy does not uh, fumble or turn, and he doesn't seem to throw interceptions either. He's very accurate. So I predict we're going to go uh, with no turnovers again. Anthony Grant has set himself up as the alpha back running for uh, around 150 yards last week or 130 yards last week. Um, and so I think that's going to continue. And, and I think they've figured out how to uh, block around the corner and run the option and just run some so to get runners in space. And I think we're going to have another very good day running the ball. So, my prediction is that it's going to be a very low-scoring first half. It's going to be 14 to 14 at the end of the first half. I also think Tommy Hill is going to have another. Uh, is going to have a very good game. He's waiting to break out. I don't know if you know Bob, but they're they're playing him on special teams, offense and defense. It's going to be 14 14 at halftime, and then the second half is going to be another similar struggle. So at the end of the game, it's going to be 28 to 28. We're going to go to overtime, and uh, Tristan Alvano. He's going to establish himself in Husker lore with our kicker and kick a game-winning field ball in overtime to win the game. Um, and so the Huskers You're calling for the upset. Calling for the upset, and uh, I, and and I, and I wouldn't do that without. Uh, if you look at the stats matchup, you just look at the the relative comparison of who's leading in various categories. It looks like Michigan is stronger, but in the critical categories, their offense is not that strong. Their running game has been against weak teams. We have the number one rush defense. We have good special teams play running throughout there. Red zone defense is strong. So statistically, I think we stack up really well. And I think, I think we're going to play Michigan a lot harder than people think we are. Is that preamble or was that full amble that time? <laughs> Can you, are you able to take a breath? Because you just went full monologue right there. Like, holy cow. Now our first Sorry. guest. Um, well, I'm glad you're enthusiastic. It's nice to see you showing some optimism for a change around, around the big reds. I don't share your optimism this week. Uh, as you know, uh, Michigan played Rutgers last week. Rutgers, who was undefeated at three and zero, who put a whooping on the them them their Okies in Virginia Tech, you know, <laughs> Rutgers Rutgers is playing some good ball and Michigan handled them well. It was at home, understood, uh, but I think that it will be close. I think it will be. I my prediction is Michigan twenty one to fourteen. Okay, see that's how you do a preamble, right there. Boom. 
Well, is, and that's it? That's the whole thing? And there's no further analysis? Well, I mean... I, I, I think that the, the, the thing that Nebraska... There's two things. Number one, the lack of a deep ball. You know, you got to keep defenses honest to a certain point. And the second thing, which will be interesting, is to see if they actually toss the ball on an option play. Because so far, all of the option plays, which I love the option play, uh, he hasn't tossed the ball. He's just taken off a run. And if you're scoring touchdowns, that's okay. But uh, if not, then, you know, you got to pitch it every once in a while. So I think it'll, it'll be a real test. Bob, you called it out last week. I, I love the fact that Heinrich just puts his head down and runs like force gump to the end zone. I mean, the way he holds it all up high and Johnny, high stepping down, you know. Johnny! Johnny, I'm coming, Johnny! <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to gonna break. <laughs> he's going to He's gonna he's gonna break around the outside on a couple of different occasions, and that's gonna be our 14 points in the first half. So, um, so I think it's gonna be a more balanced game. But uh, glad to hear you break that down a little bit further. Well, I I'd like to see the you know at a certain point you got to play the cards that you're dealt, and the lack of a true receiver on the outside really hurts. So Satterfield isn't an option. Um, uh, offensive coordinator. So they've done some work with some of the staff to try to learn a little bit more about the option. But you have a running football team right now. You have running quarterbacks. You have good backs. You have tight ends that can catch the ball. And you got pe- you got a good offensive line who can push people around. So you're going to have to run the ball. The question is, what happens if you get down 14 to nothing? Do you keep running the ball? Do you abandon it? What do you do? And that we'll, we'll, we'll be able to tell a lot about the team this week. I'm not worried about the result. I still am on my 84 because this is one of the four. So I think that it should be a good game, a spirited game. I think the crowd will be excited. Uh, I don't see people rushing the field at the end of the game, but there is the possibility because it will be a close game. Last year's Michigan team had the Remington Award winner, the center, who was basically all league. And, an, and a tackle who was all league. Um, so their their offensive line is just not, it's still very good. Um, now, the, the line play is what concerns me the most. Um, and I think our team is on balance better than a year ago. And the scoring that was looked at from pro football focus would indicate that as well. But that, I think, is going to be the biggest challenge. Can we block well enough to get Heinrich on the outside? Um is, is going to be the, the 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 challenge in the game. So and then and then okay, we've never so we've never encountered a runner this year like Blake Corum, who is a yep. is a an All American candidate um, who can break tackles. So uh, our open field tackling has been good, but you know let's just let's just wait to see uh, how we do against them. Our guest last week, Andrew Bonderman, said if you just find a team that wants to run the ball every down, you should do pretty good. Well, guess what? We have a team that wants to run the ball every down. So th- their strength, their running game, and their defense against our strengths, our running game and our defense, should be a low-scoring, interesting game. I, but I still think 20, 21-14 Michigan. Give me a score. Give me a score. You didn't give me a number. 31-28 to 28 in overtime with the Tristan Albano 31, kick. 31-28. Yeah, 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 so I'm taking the over and, and, and blowing away the spread. The spread's 17 points. I don't. I don't. I just don't see 17 points. So I would take Nebraska and the over for an overtime win. That's going to uh, create some ongoing 
uh, lore for the program, and it's going to cement. Oh, by the way, by the way, the, the brass I saw on social media, um, uh, Heinrich is dating the, like the captain of the volleyball team, and everyone's saying who needs who needs uh, uh, Travis Kelsey and and, uh, the, and the Swifty crew. We've got our we've got our own national couple here. Um, so. <laughs> Gone yeah, down the rabbit hole. Stop. You watch too much TikTok. You just watch too much TikTok. No, I watched You're... the Kansas game on, on Sunday, and that's what I watched. That and... that tickety rock. It's like, oh my I watched the weather channel the other day. I'm trying to figure out what's the weather gonna be like when you're driving to Minnesota. And the weather forecaster was like, I saw Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey up together. And she and she had to pump like eighteen Travis, I mean eighteen Taylor Swift lyrics into her weather report. I'm like, stop. Stop you Swifties! Just stop! Just stop! Calm down! Calm down! And, and the and the volleyball team's ranked number two, so Heinrich's gonna like be fully. He's on rank, so he's gonna try even harder in the game. So listen, and, nothing wrong and, with trying harder. Nothing wrong with And these two are gonna create super Nebraska athletes for the future. So oh, there um, you go. Just decide their future. Okay, <laughs> just veered off the course. You know what? Just crash right into the ditch. HR is going to call us soon enough, so let's do this. Let's wrap it up. Stockwell thinks it's an overtime victory. I think it's a close loss. We'll see what happens, and we'll see you after the game. Hey, by the way, if you like our stuff, click subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We'll see you soon. Go be